Before we start the show, we just want to make sure that we show love to Shonda, who has a book coming out. So we're going to let her talk about the book and promote it. So y'all who are listening to the show can show love to Shonda. So go ahead and tell them about this book, Rabbi. Well, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, actually the book is out. Uh, it's on Amazon. It is Don't Be Afraid, A Letter to a Black Son. Um, I wrote this book because I was talking to one of my sons about um, what to do if you get pulled over by the police. And the instructions that I was giving him, you know, keep your hands on the steering wheel. You know, when you get in the car, take out your driver's license and registration so you don't have to reach for anything. And if you're with someone, you know, be careful what you say. Always say, you know, yes, sir, or yes, ma'am. And I realized I was giving him instructions of how to survive a routine traffic stop. I don't know if, if any other black parent or white parent understands that we shouldn't be teaching our children how to survive a routine traffic stop. You shouldn't be worried about your son or daughter ending up in a fatal incident because they didn't put on a blinker or they accidentally went through a yellow light and it was just traumatic. So I thought, Maybe some other people would be interested in having this discussion with their kids or maybe would help some parent introduce this conversation. So I put it in a book form. So if you would like it, please check it out on Amazon. Once again, don't be afraid, a letter to a black son. And you can hit Brock up on the website if you need more information. Don't add it to the cart, hit buy now. Buy now. Everybody support Shonda and her new book. We love you. And thanks for listening. And now to the show. Yes, sir. And welcome to the road to Damascus, where it's not about the road, it's about the journey. And I want to thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Road to Damascus. It feels good to say that it's been a couple of weeks. We took some time off and uh, we come, we, we're all back right now to deliver the goods, to deliver a great show for you all. So before we get to the topic and my co-stars for the day, let me just let you know how you can uh, contact the show. We can be reached on social media via Twitter and well as Instagram on road, the number two Damascus. That's road, the number two Damascus. If you ever like to email the show, you have show topics, ideas, any general feedback. You can reach us at road to Damascus. That's road, the number two Damascus at iCloud.com. We'd love to hear from you. Get any feedback and help us as the show continues to grow. So. I'm going to say what's up to the people that's going to help me uh, navigate the ship today. I'm going to start to the person directly in front of me, the one, the only, the rabbi. What's up, rabbi? How are you? How are you? I'm great. It's good to be back. Great. We're happy to have you. We're happy to have you. And the man that helps me stir the pot from time to time. To my left, my main man, Steph. What up, Steph? What up, though? It's good to have you. It's good to have you. I missed you guys. Missed you guys. It's time to uh, deliver for the people. So I think we're going to have a good discussion on today. So uh, our topic that we will be discussing for today is, is profanity 
a disqualification for salvation. Profanity. Now, I'm going to first do a quick survey. Has anybody on this panel never used profanity before? Uh, I think that silence is deafening. So, um, not in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> it's been a while, but, but I no, no, I got you. I <laughs> they still in the, they still in the barrel somewhere. Like riding a bike. Yeah. But, um, so no, but I, I just think it's something that when we think about, I think we're going to have a great discussion. So I'm going to start with you first and foremost, Rabbi, like I always do. You fire that pistol first. What's the question? Is profanity is profanity. Do you feel it's a disqualification for salvation? This is really kind. Of, it's really kind of twofold. Okay? okay. Because I believe saints don't cuss. Okay. okay. Would it disqualify you? I would say yes. I don't know exactly how God would judge that because I think um, the scripture that people would use they use it out of context, like blessings and cursings can't come from the same fountain. I've heard that used a lot. A lot. That has nothing to do with profanity. And uh, when you get to scriptures that deal with profanity, um, it, it deals with what comes out of you, and it gives the condition of the heart. So if you are firing them off like that, there is a delinquency in your heart that needs to be adjusted. And if you don't, then you disqualify yourself for not taking care of your heart. Oh, wow. I like that. And the man to the left of me. Now, I would agree with Sean on the delinquency part, for sure, in the heart. I don't think it disqualifies you from uh, salvation because we all got things that we have to work through. Um, and sometimes cussing has... When you are a, 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 a natural cusser, it has some fluidity with it. So you just may be talking and, and the word just slips out. You know, okay. and certain things like that. Somebody would say, that's in your heart. Those are practiced words. You know, and it sometimes it just, a, a, a cuss word just flow with it. Like some some Jordans with a white T and some jeans. <laughs> sometimes it, it just come like together. It, it just come together. Okay. You know, and I'm not going to say that that's a disqualification because for some people using those words may really be doing what they're supposed to. And the word just slipped out. I've had it happen to me before. So I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to stop from doing this because, I mean, that's. I'm one of those people that's kind of like, hey, you know what? I need to watch what I say in these different times. Right. <laughs> Some slip out, but wow, that's the day right there. There go that fast. I might as well eat that cheeseburger. Right. <laughs> no, I no, or not cheeseburger. I give you, yeah, that veggie you burger. Very, but how does it slip out? That's like saying, I slipped up and had sex. How does it slip out? I mean, there there's a window of a few seconds before your thoughts become a word. No, you are right, so... <laughs> it's gonna sound funny, but you ever farted and it just like a <laughs> you look like a, a like shark. A, yeah, shark. You didn't. You thought it was a fart. You thought it was just. And a it ended up being a wet. And it was wet. <laughs> you feel me? I'm sorry. I'm that was viewer discretion advised. Yeah, viewer <laughs> discretion is advised. But right. it's one of those kind of things. It slips out, and I've had it happen before. Where it's like, what the? And you oh, one time I've never heard my mom cuss when I was younger. Caillou, who's our youngest brother, scared her one time. <laughs> Dog, I heard, I heard, the, I think it was like, 
It was the F word, one of those. Slipped out. And I couldn't believe I'd never heard my mom or dad cuss. And that word slipped out. So it was like, was that deeply rooted in the heart from something that she probably said back in the day? Probably yes. But it took a certain amount of uh, fear or whatever or, or shock to jolt that word up out of her belly because it was deep down there. And it jolted out. So... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we 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 gonna we gonna dive. We gonna dive. So let me, I guess, give my opinion. Yes, opine. I will say this: I believe that it is not a disqualification for salvation because you all are generalizing the way we use cuss words or profanity. I personally do not use profanity. Um, it started when I was younger. I think it almost became like I associated profanity with people being angry, being upset, but everybody doesn't use profanity in a way that would be considered disrespectful or being mean. They use them in terms of endearment and in terms of showing love and things like that. Right. Um, whether it's women seeing their girlfriends they haven't seen for a long time and calling each other the B word. Right. affectionately I've heard that whether you are calling somebody the best at what they do and you calling them the the blank the sh the you know, right, the, ish. right. You know, like black and ish. things like that so and also the reason I say that is because a lot of people do not use profanity words but they walk the profanity line what do I mean by that ish no not even well, what the frick? Yeah. You know what you want to say. Right. But what you're not saying. Oh, fudge. No, so you know people use that Dang. ish instead of right. S-H-I-T. Right. Like right. you the ish. Right. You know. But what I'm saying is Jesus told us what? He said if you look at a woman and lust, then you've already, already done. So when you are skating around it, you pretty much are saying it without saying it. And also, what is profanity? Because the words that we consider profane now haven't always had that root of meaning what they mean. Right. Like there are people from 300 years ago that we brought them forward, a word, the S word, the S-H-ish, right. as Stefan said, means something different today than it meant 300 years ago. So it's like, what then becomes profanity? Because the Bible says, don't call a man a fool. And calling a person a fool is degrading their character. Like, you call that person a fool. So that is just as bad. You can use words that aren't profanity. I didn't see people get undressed without a person using one profane word, and they ripped into a person and cut them down right. three or four sizes. And you be like, Geez, that wasn't nice. Right. You could have handled that better. So I think it just becomes then a heart issue regardless. Because we know some nasty church folk that don't use a cuss word at all. So that that's that's my opinion. All right. It's popular. Right. You know, it's it's popular for people to cuss. Okay. Let's let's just call a thing a thing. Okay. A well placed cuss word. Makes the joke even funnier. Right. Okay, now I have laughed hysterically <laughs> at, at jokes where people used profanity. 
And I've heard jokes where there wasn't profanity and thought, oh, if they had just put one right there, that would have just killed. You know, the joke is like the exclamation point. So I get it. It's popular. It's, mm-hmm. it's the thing. It rolls off the tongue like honey. I've walked by the end of the bed, stumped my toe. What came out was Jesus, and I was so very thankful. There are people who walk by the same and stump their toe, and they will fire off a barrage <laughs> of words. Right. But sometimes it gets to be a, a bit much. I remember hearing years ago that people cuss because they don't have um, the vocabulary to say what they really want to say. That was all I needed to hear. And and I used to feel kind of that way when I was younger. So I trust me, I completely understand what you say about it could be popular. And, mm-hmm. you know, you just want to do it. It's the easy go-to. But even, and these are just scientific. Um, I saw a, a scientific survey that, you know, these are, um, they did like 10,000 people. And they had the people, um, they said people who use profanity in a situation are 50% more likely to be able to sustain than a person who didn't use it. So what they do is, is they will have people put their hand in like cold water and they would then allow them to use profanity. And the people had to say some other word other than profanity. It couldn't even sound like a profanity word. And they found that the people who use the profanity were able to, keep their hand in the water 50% longer than the people who weren't wow. able to use profanity. And they, they talked about even health issues where people like, you know, it's like that, that explosion or mm-hmm. whatever. So I, th- those are just based on some, some scientific surveys that I read before doing this. And also just so people know, and I told Shonda this before the show, the word profanity comes from the, the mid English times from the word profane or profanus, which either means not sacred or outside of the temple. So there were words that they would, um, you know, so you meaning you're using non sacred words. That's where the root of profanity comes from. And um, yeah, so that I just wanted to give that um, caveat before we want to go, but go ahead, Steph. Hey, but I'm going to tell you straight up, you tell somebody, hey, listen, I need you to finish my job. I need you to finish my job. Please finish my job. You're not going to get it done. If you say, I'm going to need this so-and-so job complete by tomorrow, <laughs> I think they're going to get the picture a little better than just saying, pleading for somebody to just do something for them. It's not going to be is, is it You meaning that they – Know that you're serious. Exactly. Sometimes you take certain words and it, it comes. Nah, I did not. I get to you. But if you say, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna need you to finish this so and so job," man, so and so is in place for a cuss word. Right. <laughs> you, you know. Gotcha. People can take it a little differently, you know. And a, a lot of times, like you know, Brock was even saying with the cuss words, some cuss words are actually used because it was. You know, kind of accepted or the way that they were raised and joking around, excitement, things like that. But the aggression of certain cuss words show a deeper uh, issue, like a heart issue, like we had talked about. Somebody says, you know, I want to hurt this so-and-so or whatever, something like that. Or somebody uses a cuss word or they put something in place of that word. 
it still is going to reveal a heart issue in somebody. If somebody didn't use the cuss word at all, like you just talked about people in the church, people that don't even use the cuss word and things like that. These are actually words that we're talking about. They're not an actual, I don't even know how it even got the term curse. Because well, I'm, actually, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk. Well, so curse. So this is where. So um, the one word that I, I'm I'm gonna feel comfortable using. Okay. Is damn. Okay. Damn is the only word that we consider a profanity word or a curse word that is in the Bible. Why? Because damn means literally to curse to hell. Okay. That's what to be damned means. Is means to be cursed to hell. Right. So that's where. So. Damn is like the root of curse words. And that's where it comes from. So um, from my understanding, when King James um, did his version of the Bible, the original version, it had the word damn in there like 15 times. And in the 19th century, they took that word out because it started to have a different connotation and meaning. And they didn't want it to be in the Bible anymore or yeah, in the Bible anymore. So that is the word. So we'll hear people use damn in a sermon. We've famously heard it used by people who are about our age. Uh, Reverend Jeremiah Wright, when he was preaching a sermon that was very provocative when it came to, to Barack Obama, that was the church he sat in where he famously used the term of God damning America um, to the America um, comparing it to how they treated their people and things like that. So um, that's where that root comes from. Stefan okay. is, is, is from <clears throat> damn because it means a literal curse. But what about the other curse words? We just started to fog them all in to one. And that's why most people use the term profanity as opposed to a curse, word. curse words. So now we, we talked about the cuss word or the curse words, right? right? So what about the words that are just profanity? You have you have to have some context. Okay. Like most of the words that we consider to be profane words actually have literal meanings. Right. Like, like, the, like B the B word, word is a female, female dog. dog. The S word is for, you know, excrement. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Even even the, the F word has a, a meaning. So it's it's the context and how we use it. Now, mm-hmm. let me clarify. <laughs> Because what I don't want the people listening to think is that any of us are, are being self-righteous because of right. something we don't do because I have, have done it. Right. And there are times when I'm in conversations with people and it's at the back of my throat. Okay. <laughs> right. And I bite it, bite your tongue, Shonda. I have to huddle up with myself. Right. Bite your tongue. And and just be, hold no, your thought. Please, hold your thought. Ahead. But I was gonna say, I've told I don't use profanity in my regular vocabulary, but I've told stories mm-hmm. and told it the way that the story was told mm-hmm. right. using the word that the person used to tell the story. Yeah. He right. told a story of me saying a word. That I, said. <laughs> I mean, you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. I will, so you can get full play by play of what exactly happened. So I've done it that way. Like, telling a story where I'm really enthralled. Like, and then he said, blankety blank, you know what I'm saying? And things like that. So, and at that point I've, I haven't seen anything wrong, but continue your point. I'm sorry. It's okay. There, there are people who say I cuss only when I'm angry. 
the application of heat reveals who you really are. Okay. If you want to find out who a person really is, apply a little pressure. You know, cream always rises to the top. Not sometimes. All the times. Mm -hmm. If there's some cream, it's going to rise to the top. If you apply some heat, it will reveal. There's no one who is able to escape that. So if you cuss only when you're angry, there's a deficiency in here Mm -hmm. that you need to deal with. Now, I'm not talking about people who cuss to tell a joke, you know what I mean, or maybe liven up the room. I had a friend who told me once he became a landlord, he realized I had to change the way that I deal with people because people don't pay the rent when you're being nice. Kind of what you said earlier, <laughs> Steph. You can't say, hey, can you, pay? you need to pay yeah, that rent right. tomorrow. You, to, you yeah. better pay that rent tomorrow. <laughs> he said I had to realize I had to say things a little bit um, differently. Just for me personally, I have to be in control of, of my flesh because if you let it get out of control in one area, it's not just going to stay right there. It's going to bleed into other areas. So, so let me ask y'all this. Do you think that, that this then is a, not everything is unlawful, but not everything is expedient type situation there. Like is the use these words really aren't unlawful. Absolutely. But what purpose does it serve to use these words? I would, I would say that. Um, but I see already my own walk. I'm just going to use myself. Right. Okay. I use some words at times because I mean, I'm not going to use it as an excuse. I run a business and I get frustrated sometimes. Like Shauna said, it's some areas within me that I still have to, or the Holy spirit has to work out. Right. So I'll use words sometimes when I'm frustrated and say, you know what? I probably shouldn't have said that. So, I see the Holy Spirit at work in me constantly because I'm using words at times to where I even feel convicted about the words. Right. So now it refers me back to um, Romans chapter 12 and 2 where it says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your minds, that by testing you may discern what is good, what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. None of those things, profanity, none of that is going to be acceptable in the sight of God because those words are used as an expression of something that is actually typically negative. Like you just said, it has a a meaning before it's even used for that. But majority of the times people use that, they're using it as, you know, uh, like when they say uh, my bees or whatever and stuff like that, that kind of stuff. Those are like, you know, ghetto words or slangs or whatever they try to use those in certain areas. So one time it's accepted to use it in this, but you can't actually call that person that. Right. If you're not their friend because they're, Oh no, that's offensive. Right. So this is something that was conformed by the world that they said was okay. As long as you're friends, as soon as you're not friends anymore, or you're a man that's upset with a woman, or you're a woman that's upset with a man and you call him that, mm-hmm. it's no longer accepted. Absolutely. So that means the root of this word, word actually has dark roots. It's a weed. It's not really a tree. Right. So, therefore, I would have to agree that the word is not, it's not unlawful, but it's not expedient either. Right. It doesn't glorify God in any of those words that we may have used or typically use or possibly use at lunch when they messed up your burrito order. 
<laughs> Today, Don't mess up Shonda's burritos order. I was talking about my order. <laughs> you have to give an account for every word that you choose to use. And I think people overlook that. Like there's going to be a record of all your words that you're going to have to give an account for. And I just don't want a whole list of those words. It's not what goes in that defiles you. The Bible Mm -hmm. says what goes in the mouth comes out the drought. It goes in, passes Mm -hmm. through, it comes out. It is what comes out of your mouth that tells the condition of your heart. So that's why I think you just shouldn't participate. It shouldn't be a practice. So, So you don't think that is, so what I said about it being unlawful, and not expedient, you wouldn't agree with that. No. Okay. I just think you just you just shouldn't do it. Okay. So uh, can I give you a little pushback on that? Absolutely. So, but what? So. Wait. So I'm the only one that can give Shauna pushback, bro. You better give her some pushback. Too. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. A lot. No, no, no. Because I'm at because <laughs> what I'm asking is, say in a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Hundred years, hundred and fifty years, the F word and the S word are considered acceptable vernacular in English language mm-hmm. to a point that if a kid, you know, said it, we wouldn't have an issue with it. What then? I mean, you get what I'm saying? Like what what we consider profanity now wasn't profanity two hundred years ago, and what people consider profanity 200 years ago before them wasn't the same as what they consider profanity. Like they'll come in and be like, Oh, you, you, you deal with, you know, a farmer will come from like 1800s and be like, Oh, you, you rake S all day. You'd be like, you mean manure? What is manure? I'm not familiar with that exactly. word. You know what I'm saying? Yep, like yep. this is what we called it. You get what I'm saying? No, didn't, didn't go ahead. B. But I'm saying, because there's words that some people, like, I had a friend that mom wouldn't let us say dang in front of her. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I know old people don't want you saying crap. You know, like, those are words that they even. Hold on, what's that movie? Uh, the story of uh, Ricky Lyman. Frankie Remember Lyman. Frankie Lyman. Frankie Lyman. Yeah. What was the name of that movie? Uh, Why, Why do, do fools, fools fall, fall in, in love? love? Y'all both just cussed. <laughs> You see that? It's like, don't use that word in the Bible. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So now it's generally accepted. I knew the word. Of the, I was just trying to make a point, right? Right. Why do fools fall in love, right? So now it's accepted. Although I knew back when I was younger, my parents said, you can't use fool and you can't say sucker. But those words, I remember being in school and somebody would be like, you a fool. I'm like, ooh. And I look at the teacher thinking like they're going to get in trouble. Nobody got in trouble. Right. But those words now, like B just said, are generally accepted. You can say, "Man, it's a bunch of fools in this in this place. They acting this. They acting foolish." I hear that so much, but that's a word that's actually in the Bible that it says not to use or call somebody because of the meaning behind it. So now that word is accepted. Nobody's fool. Then that movie just come out with uh, was that? Jennifer, 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 Jennifer oh, yeah. Haddish, and yeah, oh, no, uh, and, uh, Tisha, Tisha Haddish, Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish, and Tika something, yeah, yeah. Tika something, yeah. but all those. So it was in that movie, they were all in that. Nobody's fool. All these different movies, why do fools fall in love, and all this kind of stuff. So nobody's saying I'm about to go see why do you know f words fall in love, and be like what? 
No, it was why do fools fall in love? So now that word is accepted. So I understand what B is saying now in the future, a word that is generally accepted, it's okay. Just like we go back to the marijuana thing, right? 50 years ago, marijuana was like, it's not acceptable whatsoever. People in the under church, any, under any, any circumstances, it's not acceptable. Mm. People in the church, it's not acceptable at all. Same people that were saying it 30 years ago are drinking CBDTs. Mm-hmm. You do know the root of that, right? <laughs> that's that same ganja from back in the day. Actually, if what is it, the difference between CBD and THC? But it's still a derivative. You can't have CBD without extracting it from the marijuana plant. I know this for a fact. You have to grow the marijuana plant. And what it is, is it's industrial marijuana. They take the industrial marijuana, which I physically seen. Mm-hmm. It was like a Home Depot of marijuana. It was crazy. They take industrial marijuana, which has low levels of TAC. So TAC is the thing that gets you high or whatever. Right. Um, low levels of TAC. So it's like 0.8. You can't, it's no way you can have a plant that doesn't have any TAC. The marijuana plant creates TAC. That's what it, that's what. And the CBD. Gains popularity from it. Right. What they do is take a, a marijuana. Um, um, low manufactured or uh, they call it a industrial marijuana. It's a plant that has low level TAC and they extract the resin from it and it creates a CBD. So they use this, heat it up, get the oil. So that's the same stuff we ru- people rub on their joints mm-hmm. and they put it in their teas and it calms them down. You're getting a low level high mm-hmm. is what you're getting. Yeah, you still, you're not getting that THC, not, but it's still a level of it's THC. It's still a level of THC. You can still test somebody and somebody can pee at a job. And if it's a, uh, if they do enough for the CBD, they'll drop dirty. But where is that wrong? No, I'm, my, the point I'm saying is 50 years ago. That was considered wrong. That was considered wrong. See, that, that's the thing. We, mm-hmm. we, we've transitioned from, is it, is it is it wrong to is it considered wrong? And that was one of the, the issues we had with the traditions of the of the early church. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of things that they considered wrong that weren't wrong. Which is not everything in, is no, unlawful. It's, it's, uh, Paul said all things are lawful to me, but not That's expedient. expedient. Right. So just because it's lawful doesn't mean it's profitable. Absolutely. Marijuana was never unlawful, you know. It's an herb. It was but but it but it's it still it's still federally it's still federally considered a Schedule Three drug, meaning it's on the same level considered no, with so heroin. It was unlawful at one point. No, it's still well federally. It still is states yeah, like state state. Yeah. So if you get caught with marijuana mm-hmm. and you drive to Ohio or you drive to Indiana, yeah, going to jail. I mean, I get that. But when I when I think of unlawful, I'm not thinking about state laws. You know, I'm thinking about biblical laws. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. it's lawful for my son to go buy Skittles and tea and not end up dead. Mm-hmm. So what kind of lawful are, are we dealing with? Like Well, I, I just well, I just see that a lot of times the church adopts man's law and tweaks it to be manipulative to the people right well i mean well it was remember the parable in the bible where i think it was one of the pharisees they tried to trip jesus up 
and they they asked him like, "Hey, like Caesar, is it okay? What if, about a person who doesn't want to pay taxes?" Right. right. And they asked him that, and he says, "Render unto render Caesar. unto Caesar what is Caesar's." Mm-hmm. So that means when in Rome, do as the Romans. So if it's unlawful in a state to do something, you don't go contrary to what it is and say, "Well, it's not in the Bible." If they say something is legal, I mean, if it's something that's legal and you still deem it as un- illegal, then you probably shouldn't do it, right? But just because everything is okay for everybody doesn't mean it's acceptable for somebody that's a child of God, right? So they say it's still illegal federally. State, state legal, though. Mm-hmm. So at one point in the church, it was, you better stay, you need to stay away from that. That's going to send you to hell. Right, but they weren't saying that because it was illegal. You know, they, the church wasn't saying stay away from marijuana because it was illegal. Um, state, no, that's not why they were saying it. I mean, it was sending some of their their youths to jail, so they, I think they were kind of some of the people might have had a different mentality about it. It was sending some people yeah, to jail, you, you, you things put, like that. You selling your, your son sell drugs? He's going if to you jail. sell marijuana, not cocaine, not crack. If you sell marijuana, you was going to jail for drugs. Absolutely. Marijuana has never been really a detriment to the communities other than people being incarcerated. It didn't really hurt anybody. Not like cocaine not and like, crack. Not did. like crack. Crack is uh, was a, uh, um, an epidemic. Right. But right? It was something that destroyed the community. Who were telling us that it was illegal were the same people flooding it into black Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So a lot of things we know based on what we just said, like the Holy Spirit will reveal to you what is not right. Right. We know the words, definitely. I agree with you 100%. None of those words are acceptable. If you look at that word, you will never say to God, hey, you the ish. Right. I would never, (laughs) if I was in front of God, talk like that. When I'm in those quiet spaces with God, Mm -hmm. and I feel like the Holy Spirit is rising up in me, and I, you know that feeling of floating? Yes. I never feel like I want to be like, man, you really the ish. Right. I don't even That's think about it. Per- give, give me some. Yeah, I don't even That's think such about. a perfect way to look at it. Would you use these words in your prayers to God? No way. If it's no, then don't use it at all. You remember when I think it was Will and Jada who hosted the BET Awards? Oh, and they said if you, you- can showcase or do perform your work in church, don't get up and thank God. You know, I thank God. Yeah. Yeah, if you can't use this word, these words in prayer, how about just take them out? Uh, take them out your vocabulary. Absolutely. I agree with that. I think we were probably diving a little more so and to the root of it because yeah. the, the question that B posed was, is this unlawful or is it expedient? I don't believe it's unlawful just because of the fact that it's been a term that is not accepted by the general public but doesn't mean that it's going to keep you away from the glory of God. It's certain things that, hey, I'm I, somebody's working on. Some of these words people were raised by. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, they were yeah. raised by. Absolutely. So they're ingrained in their vocabulary. They can't shed those words. It's really hard for them to shed those words. So does this person... But they can. They can, but it's going to take them... It's going to be a little harder. But is this person any less than who? No. No. Yeah, well, I mean, like you said, Shonda made the comment, we're not trying to be self-righteous and act like, I don't talk like that, and I'm better than you, like the story of the the tax collector and the Pharisee. You know, thank God I ain't him. We're not not saying that. 
But what I just wanted to get, because like I said, I'm not just going to get let us be off the hook and just be like, oh, you shouldn't talk this way. And this is why we don't talk this way. And we're saved and God bless us all. <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to let us go there, but it was just more or less trying to really dig down into the root and understand like, well, why do that word mean that when it didn't mean that 200 years ago? So we're saying that um, 200 years ago, these people would talk like that. And I, we weren't maybe questioning their salvation because what did we talk about earlier, Shonda, before Stefan got here? We talked about Peter. Peter was with Jesus for three years and Jesus said, you'll deny my name for three times. And Peter said, I won't. And I brought up to Shonda, I said, the second time that they confronted Peter when he was confronted about being a, a servant of Jesus, they said, you're one of his because you talk. Like they talk, you, 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 your language is like they language. Right. And then Peter had to say something so egregious to make them believe that he, no, I'm not right. with them. We don't know what he said. He just said he cussed. He just said, yes. <laughs> he probably had to really make it believable. Right. Exactly. That was right. the point. I have to do something so against it to convince you that I'm I'm not one of his. They probably looked at him and was, I wouldn't have used that. Yeah, he definitely one of us. So listen, right? If, if Peter cussed, right? But it prove, doesn't. But it didn't say what words he used. True. So we don't even know what because there are terms in other cultures and languages that they use that mean like, like, like the the f word means like almost like penetration sex is attributed with the word sex mm -hmm. and that's word is considered with poop. Well, I saw something cause I watched this uh, Netflix documentary about the history of profanity and curse words. Mm -hmm. And, um, one of the, um, one of the, um, geez, I lost my, my thought. <laughs> help me, help me gain my thought back. What was that? What was the show you say you watched? No, I watched the history of profanity, but I forgot what I said before then. Nah, I'm mad at myself. See, I was happens. in I was in the flow, and and I'm trying I'm trying to use words to take me back <laughs> to that flow. Now I want to curse to get that flow back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said oh, it a couple right. times. Right. 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 Like the right. Use that word. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus! Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, we were talking about Peter. And it um, worked. Yeah, see, he didn't brought it back uh, to my mind. But you know, you just don't un understand what the word. You know, just back to what we were talking about with Peter. That you don't. We know he said something, right? To get that crowd to be like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, ne Maybe never mind. Not. Maybe he not with them. Right. Mm -hmm. And and because we don't know what he said, and then we attribute it to that then it's like well maybe he said that you know because people used to be like maybe he said this maybe he said you mother blankety blank was like right well those words weren't around back then oh now i know what i said i was talking about okay now nah, it really came back right. we were talking about what words mean in other languages right so it was um in south africa it's a word that they use that means that i hope that your genitalia starts to itch and your hands turns into hooks 
That's a curse. That's a curse. So those are curse words. Not profanity. <laughs> That's a curse word. I mean, you, you see yeah. what I'm saying? So those are words where you begin to speak curses onto people. So am I saying something that I'm trying to deg- speak a curse into your life? And, you know, because to me, calling somebody stupid is is. is is speaking a curse into their life. Before you, even said it. you know, because it's like you're dumb. You're stupid. You are the power of life and death is in the what? Tongue. In the tongue. So That's we're it. speaking disappointment into that person's life. You would never be nothing. You won't. You be like your daddy. Your daddy wasn't nothing. And you ain't going to be nothing. Like the words we speak should be words of life. Right. You know, they they just should be words of life. And uh, so whatever we're talking about, however it goes, we should be speaking life to each other. So those aren't the words. When I look at you, you're my brother. So right. those aren't the words that I want on repeat in your head that right. came from me. Right. And I think we need to think of that when we talk to each other. Now, by the same token, I have some friends who are very close to me, who fire them off one after the other. Like shotgun shit. I'm talking about AKs. <laughs> but they still speak of this wonderful relationship that they have, you know, with God and how they pray and how often they actually talk to God. And when I look at their lives, not my job to pick through their lives anyway, right. but because they're my friend, when I see them, I don't see anything well, you, that you, would make me say. You oh, yeah. you have somebody like that that you do this podcast with every Saturday. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I've, 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 I've been on the phone with Stefan, and he's frustrated and upset Absolutely. about something that's going on at work. And he'll be like, and this blanket and guy, and this, this, and this. And he's like, right. they think, you know, Darren thinks he, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was one particular guy's name yeah, that he used to get yeah. upset about. And I could tell Stefan was having a bad day. Right. And he would call me to vent. And I'm not going to sit there and be like, uh, well, you sh- you need to repent before exactly. I'm like, you know, I'm just, exactly. yeah, you ain't get that call back. <laughs> okay. No problem. Now, you right. You right. All right. Talk to I'm you later. I'm going to hang up you the same word. <laughs> Whatever. Right. We hear it. We don't judge each other. Right. And that, and, but that's where I think, you know, cause I'm, I have gotten to the point in my walk mm-hmm. where I don't care. And what do I mean by I don't care? Meaning. I'm not going to intentionally do anything to offend. You know, the Bible says if the right hand and the left cut it off. I'm not, but I don't care what your opinion is of something because your opinion will not make my relationship with God any greater than it is or isn't. So that's what I think of your opinion. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And somebody who was a cursor, would say, you know what you can do with your opinion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> but, so, I, I mean, one question I wanted to ask, which I, I think we didn't kind of dive into, was what about when it's used in a in a loving, jovial manner? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and things like that. Like, you know, what if somebody who is, it's super excited and you're the blanket man. I love you. And you know, it's like they are just overly excited mm-hmm. and things like that. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, when I didn't use profanity mm-hmm. and don't use it in my vernacular, there were times when I was 
indulging in <laughs> fleshly pleasures right. <laughs> and was using profanity in a pleasurable way. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm just hey. I'm, I love I'm, my brother. Listen, <laughs> we, if we gonna be honest, Which we have be. to be honest, right? <laughs> Can I get an amen from the congregation? Hey, hey, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, Can sir. I get an amen from the congregation? Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> it's true though. Yeah, excuse us. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, bro! I'm sorry. That was a little laugh break right there. Hey, no, you're right. But I mean, you understand what I'm saying? It's a, no, it's a lot of people that's probably listening that do the same thing when right. they're home with they, you know, they companion. Right. Right. And the Bible says that the bedroom is undefiled. Yes. <laughs> Somebody say you throw a let so and so back. Okay. Okay. And you gotta watch the listen, listen too. If if you tell your girl she throwing that so and so back, she gonna be like, hey, it's hey, gonna make that. Hey, hey, Where that, are we going? That, no, I'm just no, but, the, but you right but in there. No, no, no. But it's I'm true though. No, no. It's I'm, very it's true. 100% yeah. true. Yeah. But I'm just and I'm not oh. trying to I know that was funny. We just had a good time. No, but you actually bring up a great point though. Because like Shauna said, is that within that heart still? Right. All those where we hear those words constantly. And a lot of times, even though we're older, <laughs> those words. Get it back. You know, <laughs> those words, think about it. Back in the day, they used to beat those words on a normal TV show. Right. Now, they don't even bleep those words anymore. You hear I think those the only words you don't hear on network television is the F word. See? Like, even on basic cable, they use the S word now. Yep. yep. Like, everything so, but the F you word. You turn on the radio. All these words, they everything you you listen to. If you like listening to Steve Harvey in the morning, whoever, cuss word, cuss word, cuss word. So they're ingrained in us. Yeah, we are desensitized to it. Literally right. desensitized. Yeah, but I mean, hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. You got we didn't. We didn't took Sean. We didn't. We didn't took Sean off our square today. I ain't never see. And y'all want to see a a a, a, a dark skinned sister blush because she's sitting here blushing big time. I, she, she, that definitely just revealed the savage in you. No, no, I'm. I listen. I'm, I felt I felt like I needed to go there to be honest because because I know the people that's listening and been there. Yeah. And like like I said, I'm not gonna sit here and hey, that's why you started the show, bro. Right. To honest to be real and honest. Absolutely. Right. That's, that's why, why we, we talk about here. That's why we all here. We talk about and stuff think that about a lot of people don't want to talk and, about. And but these are yeah. conversations that saints need to have. Right. Even if we don't leave one hundred percent agreeing, at least we had the conversation in a mature way. We backed it up with scripture. We delved um, dive deep into the conversation and to the topic and things like that. But we have to be honest about our experiences. And I think the thing that really iron and sharpening iron is people being honest with one another, with their struggles, with the things that, you know, like I still struggle with this or I still struggle with that. These are things within our flesh that we have to contend with and deal with. And if right. we don't talk about them, you know, then it, the enemy just uses that as another vessel right. to keep you down Absolutely. and be like, yeah. you wrong and all of that. So that's why I felt like I needed to go there. But I gave you some time to recompose yourself, Rabbi. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been there, though. Right. On all of those sides. You know, there, there have been times 
So listen, I just, I'm 49, okay? I have not been saved my entire life. I've been involved in some actions and events where a timely place cuss word was necessary. Right. And I gave it with all due diligence. Now, there are times, even now, like somebody pulls over in front of you, like you didn't just get on the freeway, and they just slow down. If it doesn't come across your mind, I don't, I don't know. Right. You know, and you think about it. Or sometimes somebody tells you something, and it's the stupidest thing you've ever heard. What and I've the? had to bite my tongue, and I've actually, like, hit the counter <laughs> just to, to swallow it down. So I'm human just like everybody else. You know what yeah. I mean? Some people let it fly. Some bite their tongue. Some try to swallow it down. Some just keep thinking about it. Right. Well, no, I mean. Whatever you do. To, to prevent yourself. Right. You, you do that. But I think, I think, to me, it's just like anything else. Like, I'm like you. I stub my toe. Jesus. Ah, oh, Lord. Or something like that. Well, yeah, me too. It, well, no, it's become ingrained in me. Right. <laughs> it's, it's become ingrained that I use that. Like, right. um, are there times that a profanity word will slip into my mind because of road rage right. issues or something like that? Or somebody you know who is is out there and they say something and you be like, you? Are you bleeping kidding me? That's right. what you be thinking in your mind mm-hmm. or something like that. So we've all been there. Um but I, I think what you said is, where's your heart at? Because to me, that's that's where it really becomes the issue for Christ. Right. Let the wheat and the tear grow together. He'll do the separating. What what when you did that? Where was your heart at? Right. And that's the part that we don't see. Right. You know, we just see what 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 each other. We see what we do. Right. He knows why we did it. Right. That's why we can't judge because we don't know why they did it or why they said it or why they thought it or we don't know that part. Right. But you have to be aware of your heart in everything. Everything's a heart issue. Everything's a heart issue. Yeah, that part I agree with. Absolutely. No, I I mean, in in those same instances, I've been on the other side to where there were points in my life to where I said, you know what, I'm not going to cuss at all. Those words were still in me. Mm-hmm. And now as I get older, I'm starting to understand that that stuff is never going to Only thing you can do is try to pile more stuff or, or push it back in the shadows and not entertain it. But it's always going to be present. Right. You're always going to, if you've ever cussed before or whatever, if you stump your toe. Evil was always get, present. It's, it's always multiple choice. Right. right. You stomped it. You know what? Let me just keep circling this one though. You know, when you know the answer to it, you circle the right one. You don't just go for whatever way you think is going to work. Circle the right one and you say the right word. So a lot of those need to be exercised. I'm one of those that I need to exercise my patience. Because <clears throat> the first thing you do is when you struggle in one area, you lack in another. So I need to exercise my patience in those areas to where those words aren't as um, readily available or, you know, in the holster for me to immediately go to him and go to him. You know what? Let me be more patient. Right. Let me not emotionally respond. Cause if you emotionally respond and use the words that aren't the typically the choice words. So those reveal areas in you that you need to work on. And I'm one of those ones that I need to work on those areas for sure. Well, we appreciate the honesty and the upright. Well, we about to close it out. Did you have anything you wanted to add first? 
Rabbi? No. All right, so we're going to close out. Great, great conversation. We had some great laughs, and I think when the people hear this one, they're going to really enjoy this. So as we always do, we close it out, and we're going to start with you first, Rabbi. Okay. Excuse me. I'm just going to close with a simple scripture this time. Ephesians 4.29. Let no corrupt language come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear it. We have to be aware of what we say at all times because of who may be listening. If what you say out of your mouth, you wouldn't appreciate it coming out of the mouth of your kid, or if what comes out of your mouth, you wouldn't say if you you had um, a sit-down with God or with Jesus, then it's probably something you should just throw away altogether. So just be mindful. And... Always be aware of your heart. Do a heart check every now and then to see what's going on inside of you. If there are places that need to be healed, if you have some areas that still trigger you, find out, huddle up with yourself and find out what's going on so that you can be the best person that you can be. It's not about being the bigger person. It's about being a better person. Absolutely. Good job, Steph. Uh, yeah, I'm going to read one of the favorite uh, uh Philippians 4 and 8, which it always comes from the U Club, which shout out to Aunt Mel. She used to always make his quote when we were younger. Every single ending of the U Club. So it's uh, Philippians 4 and 8. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And we know regardless if it's in the back of your mind in the front of your mind regardless we know which words are and are not acceptable um and those are areas that we need to work on i just had some revelations on other things that i see within myself that i need to work on and that's what the holy spirit does it's not about uh perfection it's about being perfected it's an actual it's an everlasting it's like the freeways it's always road construction. It's always going to be construction within your heart. Those cones and barricades are always going to be up because God is always working on us. So don't be afraid to to examine yourself and look in areas that you need to struggle because it's actually the Holy Spirit doing the work within you to give you the revelation to see the areas that you need to change. Because just like the roads, like we just said, he's tearing up those old roads, paving new ones and giving you access to different things. So, don't be upset, but actually look at those areas that are struggle areas. If you're frustrated and you're upset about certain things and those are words that you quickly go to, actually look at the source of that. Maybe you need more patience. Maybe it's certain things that you're doing that shouldn't be doing or things that you may be listening to if you're a person that are soaking up these words within music and things like that. That is what you're putting in. You're depositing that, so that's the only thing you can withdraw so actually deposit more of the word, listen to certain things like that, listen to positive music so you can withdraw positive words and positivity. So that's it. Amen. Thanks, Steph. Appreciate you. Appreciate y'all both today. So I'm going to just read uh, quickly um, scripture. You know, I normally don't close with a scripture, but uh, I'm going to start at uh, James 3 and 5. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great force is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is fire, a wood of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body 
and sets the whole course of one's life on fire and is set and it is and is itself set on fire by hell. The one thing that I want you to take away from anything that we talked about on this show is is the tongue in your mouth and the words that come out of them. Are they attached to your heart? Are they attached to your head? A lot of times we use words because we are full of the emotion that is stemming from us using our fleshly minds instead of using our Christ changed hearts. And if we allow our Christ changed hearts to control that tongue, then any and everything that comes out of our mouth will be things that are building up and putting out fires instead of starting them. So with that being said, I just want to thank y'all for listening to the road to Damascus. And until next time, God bless.